بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله We continue the explanation of Riyadh al-Salihin and we have reached hadith number 8 and this is class number 11 on in, on this night the night of Wednesday the 28th of Jamada al-Akhirah corresponding to the 3rd of August the night of the 3rd of August 2005 the hadith وعن أبي موسى عبد الله بن قيس الأشعري وعن أبي موسى عبد الله بن قيس الأشعري رضي الله عنه قال سئل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن الرجل يقاتل شجاعة ويقاتل حمية ويقاتل رياء أي ذلك في سبيل الله فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من قاتل لتكون كلمة الله هي العليا فهو في سبيل الله متفق عليه In this agreed upon hadith Abu Musa al-Ash'ari May Allah be pleased with him And his name is Abu Musa Abdullah bin Qais al-Ash'ari reported that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked about who fights in the battlefield out of valor or out of zeal or out of hypocrisy which of this is considered uh, fighting in the cause of Allah he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded in a concise way he said he concise and comprehensive he who fights in order that the word of Allah remains the supreme is considered as fighting in the cause of Allah in another wording the hadith in another wording of the hadith the messenger وسلم, said and he fights in order to show off which of this is considered as fighting in the cause of Allah then he responded he who fights in order that the word of Allah remains prevailing is considered as fighting in the cause of Allah so the messenger وسلم, was asked about these three descriptions of people or qualities that Some possess when it comes to the matter of fighting. One is valor, bravery, and the other is zeal, and the third is hypocrisy to show off. As to the one who fights out of failure, meaning that he is a brave man, loves to fight, and fighting requires a battleground, a place to manifest this bravery. So you find the one who fights out of failure loves that Allah makes it easy for him to conduct a fight and make his 
bravery known. So he fights because he is brave, loving to fight. This is one case. The second is يُقَاتِلُ حَمِيَّةً He fights out of zeal. Zeal for nationalism. Zeal for tribal honor. Or for his country. Nationalistically. All of this is considered out of zeal. The third, hypocrisy. Showing off. So that people come to know that he is a brave person. So the Prophet ﷺ turned away from all these cases. Failure, zeal, and hypocrisy, and show off. And he gave a concise and comprehensive answer. مَنْ قَاتَلَ لِتَكُونَ كَلِمَةُ اللَّهِ هِيَ الْعُلْيَا فَهُوَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ The one who fights so that the word of Allah remains prevailing and supreme is considered as fighting in the cause of Allah and this is general and comprehensive because a person may fight in order to take control of countries may fight in order to win in the battlefield and a woman as a captive and intentions are limitless but the criteria and the scale which the Prophet ﷺ had set is all just and therefore one knows the errors committed by people those who fight for nationalistic goals and this is a jahiliya type of fight fighting for example for pan-Arabanism nationalistic goals this is like the fight for or, or the fights that took place before Islam anyone who is killed in this fight is not considered a martyr is not considered a shaheed so he lost this life and the next one because this is not for the sake of Allah fighting for nationalist nationalism is a jahiliya fight of no avail to man and so despite the propaganda for Arab nationalism we didn't benefit anything from that the Jews took over the land and many from the Kuffar entered under this banner of pan-Arabanism and nationalism from the Kuffar of the Christians and the other than the Christians and this excluded Muslims who were not Arabs or who are not Arabs so we lost millions because of this banner of pan-Arabanism 
and people entered under this banner of no good the second mistake those who fight for their countries for the Watan, for the homeland we say if we fight for that then there is no difference between our fighting and the fighting of the Kafirs for their lands the Kafir fights for his land and defends it and the one who is killed fighting solely to defend his land is not a martyr but what is the obligation the obligation is since we are Muslims and in an Islamic land we ask Allah to give us steadfastness on that the obligation is al-nuqatil that we fight min ajlil islami fi biladina for the sake of Islam in our lands and then be careful to the difference as to the difference we fight for the cause of Islam in our lands so we protect al-Islam which is in our lands and we protect Islam whether it is in the east or in the west not because for our homeland alone so this must be corrected so it is to be said we fight for the cause of Islam in our lands or it is correct to say we fight for our land because it is Islamic we defend the Islam therein as to mere nationalism this is a false intention of no avail to man and there is no difference between the person who says he is a Muslim and the person who says he is a Kafir if the fight is for the homeland and the saying that love of one's country is from faith and that, that this is a hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu this is a lie this is not a hadith the love of the country if it is because it is an Islamic country then this is to be loved because it is Islamic and there is no difference between your country which is your home country in which you were born or a far away country from the countries of Islam because they are considered homelands of Islam that needs to be protected so therefore we must know that the correct intention and remember we still under the chapter of sincere intentions that the correct intention is to fight to defend the Islam in your country or defending the country because it is an Islamic country not just because of mere nationalism 
as to the fighting of defense meaning if someone transgresses against your home wants to take your wealth and property or attack your honor the honor of your family for example then you fight him then you fight him since this is the command of your Prophet Muhammad وسلم, when he was asked about the man who comes to another man and tells him give me your wealth he told him don't give him the man said to the Prophet Arayta in qatalani? What about if he fights me for it? The Prophet said, Qatilhu, fight back. The man said, Arayta in qatalani? What about if he kills me? The Prophet said, Fa'anta shaheed, then you are a martyr. Then the man said, أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ قَتَلْتُهُ What about if I kill him? The Prophet ﷺ said, Then he is in hellfire. Because, and this hadith is reported in Muslim. Because he is a transgressor, even if he is a Muslim, if a Muslim comes to fight you, to drive you away from your country, or from your home, then fight him. If you kill him, then he is in hell. And if he kills you, then you are a martyr. And don't say, how could I fight a Muslim? We say he is a transgressor. And if we withhold from deterring the transgressors who care less for the faith of the believers, and for their deen then they will have the prevalence and the authority and they will spread mischief in the lands so we say that this case is not like the case of going seeking fight no the, to go and seek the fight is something different in this case, I'm not going seeking him to fight, but I am defending myself, my honor, my wealth, and my family. Even though, if he, even though the transgressor is a believer, even even though the transgressor is, is a believer, yet it is something that a person with correct faith would not come to fight another believer to take over his property and etc and that's why the Prophet said in the authentic hadith reported in Bukhari and Muslim Sibabul Muslimi Fusuq wa qitaluhu kufr abusing a Muslim 
is an evil doing for Suq and killing him is kufr is disbelief there is no perfect faith for a person who fights the Muslim and if this person has no faith or diminished faith then it is incumbent to fight him to defend the self this is an obligation because the Prophet ﷺ told the man fight him and he told him if you kill him then he is in hellfire and if he kills you then you are a martyr and in conclusion therefore there are two fights going seeking a fight you go to fight the people in their lands meaning the Muslims in their lands this is not permissible except with specific conditions for example the ulama may Allah's mercy be upon them said the scholars said rahimahumullah if a people of a town abandon the adhan abandon the call of adhan then it is incumbent upon the Muslim leader to fight them until they raise the adhan and they raise the call for adhan because they had abandoned a symbol of Islam and if they abandon Salat al-Eid the Salah of the Eid and they say we are not going to pray it except in our homes not in the open then it is incumbent to fight them even if some people may say that well Adhan is not from the pillars of Islam we say no even though but it is from the symbols of Islam so we fight you until you raise the call of Adhan and if two groups of the believers fight for example two tribes fight out of zeal then it is incumbent to reconcile them and if a group of them if one of them transgresses against the other then it is incumbent to fight this tribe or this group until it submits to the command of Allah it can be fought even though it may be a believing group there is difference between the fight of defense and the going for fight 